Hello, friends. This is Taver Lee, and you are listening to Grit and Grace. We are here for soul-level conversations that will take us across the veil in mystical and magical ways. I invite you to leave what you know at the door, open your heart, and receive. If you want to find out more information, make sure you go to moontempleschool.com. And now let's get started. What if every single part of your life was actually a ritual? And I know I've talked about this on this show before. I know this is not the first time you're hearing me speak these words, but it's come to my attention recently as we're planning really big rituals for Witchfest and really big events like Taste Your Magic, which is soon. So this show might be out after Taste Your Magic. But we're doing these really big ceremonies, both publicly and privately. And the 2022 High Priest and High Priestess class is currently going through initiation. So there's a lot of big ceremonies taking place. And I often see people and humans keeping their ceremonies and rituals separate from their daily life. And there's a number of reasons why people do that. Number one, because it might be private. The work you're doing might be very private and personal, and I totally get that. But the magic of the energy that you create during those times and spaces can come into your daily life. Because if we were to treat every part of our day as a ritual, and I mean, yes, even the times when you're working, when you're interacting with humans, when you are getting ready in the morning, when you're making dinner... There is space for you to make everything sacred, even the hard parts or even the mundane pieces. I like to think about the in-between times or liminal space in your day. So if you're working and you're in between meetings or if you're getting up to conclude a task or move to a different task, or maybe you're rising in the morning and you have rising rituals that you do. And none of these need to be like big, big, expansive, you know, hour-long events. But even taking a few moments to be present, to set your intention for what's coming next, or to set your intention for the next period of time in the day, it's super powerful to help you stay centered, centered within yourself, centered within you. For me, every transitional period I have from the day, whether it's when I first get up to when I'm having my morning coffee and journaling to beginning my work day to sit down in front of my computer and check emails or to have sessions for many of you or to step into mystery school classes or to do work with the nonprofits I'm working for, I always take just a moment, at least a moment, sometimes five to 10 minutes to recenter to remove what I've already completed, wrap any ends up, and then go on to the next. So even if you set your intention for the whole day at the beginning of your day, and hopefully everyone listening to the show has a really special rising ritual, because you know, rising rituals in my world are key. They are key to set the stage for what you want to feel and experience that day. In fact, I would even say that the intentions when you go to sleep the night before clear the space for you to wake up and actually surrender during your rising ritual. 
rising rituals are important. There's a multitude of ways to do it. If you want your own custom rising ritual, you can, of course, reach out to me or join us in Flame Tenders. Uh, you could find that at moontempleschool.com and follow Making Magic. Here's the thing. Even when we start our day centered, high vibration, we're, we're flowing, it is almost impossible to make it through an entire day unless you are literally like me, like holed up in a, a piece of land on an island out in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. And even then, unless you're holed up and you're not interacting with any other humans or working or have anything on the go, something will come up in that in, in most days that will raise your blood pressure, sink you down, or even I like to say, steal your own it happens. Our days, our days are full. We're interacting with other humans. We are creating, we are changing, we are working, we are caring for our families, we're eating, we're doing all of these things. We're taking care of our spaces, our homes and cleaning. And yet when something comes up where you feel an emotion in your body that is not aligned with the emotion that you set your intention with during your rising ritual, that is a time for a sacred pause that's time to take a couple of deep breaths. Whatever rituals that you have in your arsenal, which can be anything for anyone, we teach very specific ones, but whatever you have in that moment, utilize the tool. And I say this because I work with so many humans that are high performing professionals and their days are back to back to back to back whether it's getting kids out the door to school and taking care of the family and then getting to work and then getting home and making decisions and interacting with neighbors and friends and communities. It feels like there's no space to bring magic and divine connection into your life, but there always is. There are always small chunks of time during the transitional periods to recenter and realign. And oftentimes it requires you to release what has ever come up in the period before. So if you were to look at your whole day as a ritual and your life is a ceremony, then how would you complete one ritual, aka one part of your day, and how would you step into the next one? How would you make it fresh? How would you like clear out all of the old energy, even if it's only an hour long meeting or a 30 minute conversation, how do you clear that out and set new vibrational alignment with what you're doing next? Now, I know this might sound like, wow, that's a lot of work to do every day. That's a lot of work to do all the time. The thing is, is that it's not when your day is actually a ritual. It's just naturally part of what you do. And I'm not saying that it's easy to start doing this because for a lot of us, it just might take some time to get used to this way of life, living with magic in your human existence day to day. But sometimes you need a little reminder as you get started. So number one, I'm going to suggest making sure that if you don't have a rising ritual in your life, that you create one. That might be breath work when you get out of bed. That might be putting your phone somewhere else so you spend at least five minutes from when you wake up to stretch, to breathe, to put your hand on your heart, 
to focus on what you want to feel that day, not what you're going to do, but what you want to feel five minutes before you do anything else. And if you have a partner, you can do it together. And then go about your day. Rising ritual could be more than five minutes, maybe a couple of days a week, you extend it to 30 minutes and you work on the journaling prompts that I talk so much about in this podcast and also on my social media. So you can find me on social media if you want those details. Do a a little bit of free writing, sit in stillness, meditation, all of these things truly create a different vibration, which sets up your day for much more ease, flow, joy, peace, even if things get a little bit chaotic as the day goes on. Now, I ask myself as I'm preparing to record this show, how many times do I not complete my rising ritual? Like, What are the things that come in that are barriers or blocks to me even completing my own rising rituals? And I'm very clear at what they are. Number one, I have not, I did not conclude my, my day the night before with an intention of starting my day with alignment. And that's for a number of reasons. Maybe I've been out with friends, maybe I've had a couple of drinks, or maybe I have just been in chaos because many of you know that I've just moved. Maybe I'm not in my home or in my space and it just slipped my mind. So I can recognize in the morning if my rising ritual is not on point, then it's because of how I concluded my evening. And this is okay. (laughs) Have grace for yourself. I have lots of grace for myself. I just went through massive amounts of transformation and it took a little bit for me to sink into what does my rising ritual feel like in this place? What does my rising ritual feel like when I have a 12 hour day ahead of me is going to be very different than my rising ritual on a Sunday when I have the whole spacious day free. So thinking about this the night before is super, super helpful. Like how can you set yourself up for the best day possible? And this might feel like minutia to focus on just a single day. But here's what I know to be true 100% of the time. All that we have is this day, this present moment. That's it. That doesn't mean we don't plan for the future. That doesn't mean we don't have goals and intentions and bigger rituals and spells that we do. I'm sure if you're listening to this show, you do. But really, all that matters is this present moment. So when you bring your focus and your attention into vibration in this moment, in this day, what happens is you accumulate a whole bunch of days after days after days of flow where the things that seemingly were so difficult have become manageable because it's one day at a time or the things that you desire to accomplish all of a sudden start happening with so much more ease. So that's number one, rising ritual. Number two, to live your life as a ritual is to really think about the transitional times that you have available in the day that you know are coming where you can, instead of picking up your phone and scrolling social media, where you can, instead of doing something mindless to ground yourself, that you can actually ground yourself. And listen, it's easy. 
It's, it's easy to grab your phone when you have only seven minutes between meetings or seven minutes until your next task, or you're just continuing throughout the day and you actually have to schedule a break. I work with one amazing human that runs an incredible business. And we have actually built reminders into her schedule to take time away, to step away from whatever is it is that she's doing at that time, to realign, to calibrate, to drink water, to move her body, to breathe, to set an intention for what she's doing next. This is super simple, but it takes time and, and practice and patience to really stay in that vibrational flow. And I'm breaking this down into the chunk of just a single day at a time because sometimes when things start to feel overwhelming, many people reach out to me and ask for a particular ritual or a spell for a solution that's something really big in their life, something really big, whether it's something they desire, something they're trying to clear, trauma they're processing, and they want more magic and they want magic in this one shot to create a massive change. And we can do that. Trust me, we can do the big work. And you know, when I come in, I bring so many spirit allies with me. And when they come with me, they come to you. But truly the magic is being able to bring it into your human reality. I feel like I don't do any uh, big work for a human if I don't remind you that we should not separate ceremony and ritual outside of our day-to-day life And instead, we should bring it into our day-to-day life because then it becomes a way of being and not something that you do. It becomes a way of being and not something that you do. Do as in one big ritual at an event or one big session with me or one big temple space and mystery school. Instead of any of that, it becomes a way of being. And then when a challenge comes up during the day, you'll know that you have tools available to you. So number two was to focus on the transitional times of your day and how you can bring alignment into the transitional times. Number three, have an arsenal or a grimoire or a toolbox or a cauldron full of tools that you have available to you. And by tools, I mean magical practices, Rituals, spells, things that you can go to when you need some bigger juice, I like to call it, some more powerful juice. This might be in your book of shadows. This might be in a grimoire. This might actually be in a cauldron sitting outside where you've painted symbols around it that all represent different rituals or words that you can use when you truly need it. This could be an entire altar full of everything that you know to do in your day-to-day practice. But have a, a place where when you need it, because what happens is when we are in a time of heightened senses, such as triggers, traumas, or stress, or anxiety, or something big has just happened, any of the things that are taking us out of our truly aligned place, we don't necessarily remember in that moment what is I call it the medicine. What is it the what is the medicine that I need to call into my being in this moment? And so you need to have like that compilation of tools to review. Because when you're in a moment of forgetting what medicines are available to you, 
it's hard to know which one to apply. I even like to think of it like a cheat sheet. So at the very front of most of my journals, I have a cheat sheet of the rituals that I know have the most impact for me. And I note down where I can find them if I don't know them by heart. So then it's almost like I always have this living, breathing list of the season, what's happening in the cosmos, what's happening in my body, what's happening in my wheel that I've forecasted for that year. I have it all down with the medicine that I'll need in a moment's notice. So that's step number three, right? Setting yourself up for the best most magical day that you can imagine. And then allowing all of these days to accumulate where you are riding the rough waters with your own creation of what you desire to feel. Okay. That's what I wanted to talk about today. All of this is taught during the Flame Tender live calls that we do once a month. And when you join Flame Tenders, you get access to all of the five free days that I've done this year. You have tons of resources available to you. We create, we craft, we practice, we do it together at Making Magic, and it's the Flame Tenders class. You can also find me on any social media and follow along with what's happening at that time, especially if you follow me on TikTok, because I create a lot of videos that are very energetically specific to what's happening in the collective at the moment. And then of course, mystery school classes, the 2023 high priest and high priestess class is currently open for enrollment, depending on when you're listening to the show. I invite you to check it out. If you're ready for transformation and you're ready to create the greatest possible outcome for 2023 so you can set yourself up for what's coming next, then we've got you covered and you are welcome to join us. Thank you for listening and I will be back. Thank you for joining us today. On any of your favorite listening apps, we would really appreciate a rating and review. And if you're looking for more information, make sure that you go to moontempleschool.com and you can find us there.